0: I've already said welcome to our visitors, but want to do another uh, shout out to those who are watching online. Thanks for tuning in and hope that the Holy Spirit will be reaching you right wherever you are. How was Pastor Pauline's message last Sunday? Yeah. Building a room. That was a great message. So, uh, and I've heard of this week people saying, hey, we're, we're making spaces in our homes to uh, spend time with God. I think that's, that's a great outcome. So Fantastic. I want to start with a scripture today. Um, So, if you have your have your Bibles, you can turn to it, or you can look on the screens; they'll they'll be there as well. Proverbs 29, verse 18. It says, "Where there is no revelation, I'll use the word uh, slash prophecy, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who he who heeds wisdom's instruction." So, I want to introduce a concept this morning. <clears throat> Revelation or prophetic vision is a telescope into the far away. And wisdom's instruction is a microscope revealing hidden detail. So, in the olden days, uh, in Bible times, a prophet in Israel was called a seer, a person who could see or understand spiritual things. And speak into the future or prophesy into the future. Uh, they were later known as prophets, as, as we would know today. But while it's very encouraging to have a personal word from a prophet, that only represents a, a, a small portion of the prophetic ministry. We're not going to go into all of that today, just going to look at a couple of things, and I hope it will really encourage you going forward. So for the spiritually undisciplined, I'm going to say this could be offensive to people, but for the spiritually undisciplined, a prophetic word can be a negative result. Because, you know, there, there are many people who would live, um, you know, months and months and months, not reading the word, not praying, not spending time with God, inconsistent in fellowship in church, yet hanging out from a word from a prophet. And say, give me a word, what's the word from God saying? I'll tell you, if that's you, go to church. Read your Bible, pray every day, and God will begin to speak to you. That's the word you need. So, so when you're spiritually undisciplined, a prophetic word can be, uh, can be a negative result in your life. So to the spiritually disciplined person, the prophetic is an engine. It says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1 to 5, I'll sum it up for you. A word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. So I'm not against the prophetic gift. I'm not against people speaking prophecy. But I want us to, to understand that when it's done in a spiritual environment of faith and wisdom and, and um, uh, maturity, it strengthens the entire church. So we need to harness the prophetic in our church. So this is relevant. The, 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 the ability to, to operate in the prophetic stream is relevant if you're running a business, serving in ministry, obviously, or raising a family, as, as we you know celebrated the dedication this morning. But the ability to hear from Jesus in our daily life is living the prophetic. So sometimes we might think, oh, well, someone has a special gift, someone has a special ability, and that's not for me. But being able to uh, hear from Jesus in our daily life is a prophetic gift. It's something that God has gifted us With, so being able to set direction uh, by knowing spiritually which way to go. And often we make decisions. uh, We consider things if we have a decision to make. Uh, We think the economic, you know, the economic reasons. We think of the social reasons. So we might be thinking, well, we might want to take another job. We might want to move house. We might want to buy a new car. Whatever it is, we consider the economics. We consider the social implications. We consider emotional things. I want you to also consider in your life when making decisions, the spiritual aspect of that decision. And so sometimes we can, we can completely ignore that aspect of our life, but that should be the first aspect that we think of. So we're, when it comes to the leadership in a church... Seems elementary, but we're to lead the church prophetically. We're, we're to lead the church spiritually. And sometimes we, we, we have the lowest common denominator in a church, which is not spiritual at all. It's got all kinds of, of um, shenanigans involved. But <clears throat> it's knowing what we are becoming by prophetic revelation is how we want to lead the church. So, for instance, our, chur- our church vision here, and some of you might know it off by heart, some of you probably forgotten, It's only one sentence. It's to be a large, relevant church of mature believers who love our community. Now, what's all that mean? It's a statement that speaks into what's far away. It's a statement into what we're becoming. It's a statement of what we haven't got yet, but it's a prophetic word given by the Holy Spirit to our church to give us a telescope to the future of what we can be, of what we will be. So, I love the Old Testament, Habakkuk 2 verse 2. Everyone say (laughs) Habakkuk. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation, write down the vision, write down the prophecy and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. It's not tablets as in Panadols. (laughs) This is talking about olden days when they used to write things on a piece of slate. But see, today we have some runners who are running with the vision or running with the purpose of God, running with the call of God in your life. And I believe today there's going to be some runners who are going to start running, who are going to capture something in their spirit and say, well, maybe I'm on this earth for a greater reason. Maybe I'm here in Port Lincoln for a greater revelation. Maybe God brought me here to this place for a season of my life where I'm going to start running with a vision from God. I'm going to get, the, get some of the prophetic rub off on me, some of the Holy Spirit within me that changes the, di- the direction in the course of my life. So prophetic revelation is never what we already know. It's not what we already have and it's not what we could already do. So sometimes we think, oh, we'll just speak into the safe because I know I have that. I know I can do that. I already know that. The prophetic takes us out of what we know. This is where the the faith zone and the prophetic come together into what we could never know, what we could never have or what we could never do. Moving on, Habakkuk 2 verse 3. Everyone say Habakkuk again. This vision is for a future time. The prophetic speaks into the future. It's a telescope. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. So I want to encourage you today. You might be thinking, well, I'm living in a place where hopes haven't come true. I'm living in a place where it's like my, my destiny has been you know, slowed right down. Things that, uh, that came along I wasn't expecting that got in the way of what I thought was a natural progression and it looks like it's so far away. It seems slow in coming. Wait patiently. It will surely take place. It will not be delayed. So vision is a telescope to what we don't have. The prophetic word is a telescope that, pro, uh, that, that projects us into the future. See, we can live life by extremes. And I always think it's, it's quite dangerous to live by an extreme. See, it's hard to follow a visionary, especially when the vision takes you to other planets. So, uh, you know, this is extreme talking here. Uh, an extreme visionary would say, we're going to have our first outreach to Mars. We, we're going to have outer space outreach in this church. We're gonna, that, that's what a telescopic talker talks like. We're going to have a celestial soup kitchen for, for space travellers. And you think that's, 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 that's prophetic vision for another planet. It's probably never going to happen. And sometimes people in their zeal or in their, in their enthusiasm can come up with things that didn't come from God, but sound so huge and out there, and, and, and it's like, wow, that's just so amazing. But, but there's, no, there's no way that's ever going to happen. So if one of you here today ends up doing a soup kitchen on Mars, I'll... I'll celebrate. But it's also hard to deal with an individual that gets focused on every German detail. Well, what do you mean by outreach to Mars? And, and they're, they're a microscope talker. So I'll give you my disclaimer for the day. I always love my disclaimers. Science needs a telescope and the microscope. And spiritually, it's, it's not living our life in extreme ends of the spectrum, but spiritually we need a balance between the microscope and the telescope in our life. So I'm going to show you some things this morning. Some days God gives us a telescope of direction, a prophecy, a vision for something that is far off in the future. And other days we need the microscope of detail. I'll give you an example for myself. I remember going to this Sunday school in my street. There was, a, there was an RSL hall where we grew up, and there was this little Sunday school that used to meet. Uh, and so we used to go there. My brothers and that, we'd go there, go, go there, sort of get, get Bible teaching. And one day, I'm, I'm minding my own business. I didn't even like church. I didn't know what I believed. And this, this Sunday school lady says, she says, Rob, I, I don't remember what I said. We said something. I don't, I don't, don't know what we we're learning about. I'm just sitting there really minding my own business thinking, let's go home. I want to go and get some chips. And, and she suddenly stops and says, Rob, you're a mighty man of God. God's going to really use you. And I'm like, what? How could that be? But that, that was something that was a telescope into my future that I didn't even want or desire. I had no clue. Yet that she had a spark of the Spirit, a prophetic word that spoke into a kid who was probably 10 years old. And I want us to, to be a church that, that does that to a new generation. One of the things that God is stirring in my life is, is to, to, to speak into all our from our toddlers to kids' church and uh, to one-up and youth is to speak these words that we are training disciples for a lifetime of, of ministry. We want to have that as a theme running through our church. That's a telescope of vision. We haven't seen that yet, but we want to aim for that. So some days God gives us a telescope of direction and other days we need the microscope of detail. So Jesus gives us some perfect examples of both. Number one, so we did get to Jesus today, which is really important. The scriptures are there. There's a story of the woman caught in adultery. A crowd gathered around her and put a microscope on her actions and found her sinful and guilty look at her we've, we've, we've uncovered her sin we've exposed her, her unrighteousness we've uncovered her, her issues. Then Jesus comes along and put a telescope on her future and saw her forgiven and sin free and she walked away blessed. The second thing we see the rich man and Jesus he was looking through a telescope asking about eternal life and proudly proclaiming his righteousness. And Jesus came and put a microscope to his intentions and found things wanting. So there's, there's different, different days we need a microscope in our life and different days we need the telescope into the future. So number three, the disciples came to Jesus and, and said, there's nothing to eat here. There's nothing to eat. What are we going to eat? We're going to send all these people home. See, their microscope could find nothing to eat. Their their investigation could find nothing to eat. Their search, there was nothing to eat. Jesus applied a telescope and saw a miracle in the making. I could just keep going on with all the stories of Jesus with the microscope and the telescope through all of them, but I've just got one more for you this morning. And that's the disciples saw a blind man. And using a microscope, I couldn't say that, they asked, who sinned, this man or his parents? And Jesus, through a spiritual telescope, answers, not because of his sins or his parents' sins, this happened so the power of God could be seen in him. Now, Jesus would have saw that situation prophetically in the past. Could we perhaps... um, Stand. I'll ask some musicians to come back um, as well. But revelation and prophetic vision is a telescope into the far away. Wisdom's instructions is a microscope revealing hidden detail that we need to get ourselves there. See, there is something good when we let Jesus get the microscope on us. And even greater good when we see through the... through our spiritual telescope into things that we could never see so I know the Holy Spirit is is here to do something in you today the Holy Spirit reveals prophetic revelation like a telescope for the future and delivers the details when we need them 1 John 2 verse 6 says those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. So we're going to to apply this today. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. You are the Jesus wherever you go. Sometimes you'll need the microscope and sometimes you'll need the telescope. But you ought to bring those two elements into your walk in this world with people around you. You need wisdom to know the difference which one you need. So Jesus one day used a microscope to evaluate someone's intentions and he used a telescope to see someone's potential and future. And that's what we're all about. We are to be like Jesus in the world in which we live. Let me pray for you this morning because I believe that God wants you to experience more. So can we maybe re- reach our hands to the Lord this morning just as a sign to say, Lord, I, I, I want to step into greater things. I want to understand and, and see the telescope and also be saying, Jesus, you, you, you're fine to use a microscope in my life, see into the deeper things, expose the things that, that I can't see and help me to deal with them so Jesus, open our spirit eyes today to know when to apply the microscope and when to look through the telescope of our spirit. Jesus, I want you to use me, take me, make me ready. I give you permission to, to look into the deepest part of my life, even with a microscope so it seems, and take out those things that hinder me and stop me from reaching my full potential. Help me see long-range vision and help me with the small details along the way that I may grow stronger, that I may grow into maturity in the things of God. I just also want to pray for those who, when I spoke about Habakkuk and, and writing things down plainly so that a runner can run, When I was preparing this message, that struck out to me. There are some people here today, and you know that you just got to start to run. If that's you, I want to pray specifically for you today, and something will change, something will happen in your spirit. It's nothing magical, it's just the Holy Spirit confirming that in your life. So if that's you today, I'm praying for you right now. Lord Jesus, we pray for the runners today. We pray for those who've been running with the message for a long time. I pray for strength, encouragement, for wisdom, for greater revelation. Lord, and I pray for those who haven't started yet. I pray for those who are at the the starting blocks of their ministry journey. And I pray right now in Jesus' name that you begin to deposit in them something of the Holy Spirit, something that is clear, something that is like a telescope into the future that speaks into the, the future of what they are going to be. And we just pray today, release the runners to run in the house of God today. And we ask that in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So church, I just pray that that you you go away from today with a prophetic insight that will be a blessing wherever you go to whoever you meet. So I just want to speak again. Some days you'll just need the microscope and have wisdom and see detail and encourage people along those ways and have some strategy. And other times you'll be able to speak so far into the future that it'll seem like that is just like, that is way out there. But you know something, they're both important. We don't want to live on one end of each extreme. But we we want to use both to be a blessing and change the lives of people around us with the power of Jesus. Amen. God bless church.